Welcome to Transform with Dr. Maggie Yu Podcast, where education meets results. I'm Dr. Maggie Yu, your guide with nearly three decades of experience in root cause medicine. Here, we dive deeper into the root causes of chronic disease through interviews, case studies, and trainings. Did you know that at any time in your life, if you have a new diagnosis of low thyroid, that is a huge warning sign and a huge obvious sign that there's a hormone imbalance. So we're going to go on, what are the signs of hormone imbalance in someone who's 19 to 35, young adult, okay? If you have been 19 to 35 and you've been a teenager, this next list also applies to you. Anybody who's been aged 19 to 35, let's talk through. What are some of these additional symptoms that crop up at that time? That's like ding, 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 when a winner chicken dinner, that there is a hormone imbalance problem. Number one, fertility issues. It's crazy to me how many people with fertility issues out there really don't understand that there are certain hormonal imbalances that could be happening in them or in their partner that's triggering this fertility issue. And the way that we care about infertility, in a lot of ways, what we, we give medication to force an ovulation rather than fixing the underlying hormone imbalances that's causing you not to ovulate or keep a pregnancy. So one of the number one causes of fertility issues and miscarriages, miscarriages is another sign of hormone abnormality. It's actually low progesterone. Yet so many people don't even know that. And even their doctors don't know that. So that, that is fertility issues and miscarriages is clearly a sign of hormone imbalance. And do you know that most infertility issues and miscarriages are related to women and men with autoimmunity? Ah, there's a huge autoimmune link to fertility issues and miscarriages. Is that ringing a bell with anybody? And type in the chat if that's happened to you and no one even mentioned that there's an autoimmune link or there's a hormone balancing link, something that you can do to actually fix this problem. Now, if you're able to get pregnant and you deliver a baby, how many of you have had postpartum issues? Okay, think about this. How many of you had postpartum depression, postpartum hair loss, Mm -hmm. postpartum weight gain that can't be shed, right? And postpartum thyroiditis. How many of you remember this history? Okay. I did. Did anyone tell me that that was from a hormone imbalance that's fixable? No. And the other thing is no one even told me it was autoimmune. And I can tell you right now, if you can pick up those signs at that time of fertility issues, miscarriages, postpartum, you can beat the diagnosis of autoimmune disease by 10, 20 years if you knew it was autoimmune related. And it is a fixable problem. You can fix hormone imbalances, which decreases the risk of autoimmunity. Yeah, I know, right? And those of you, if you had known that back then, wouldn't have that been great. And now you're looking at your daughters and you're like, I see that in her now. Yeah, you can intervene here. This is a really important checklist to share with them. If you want a copy of this checklist, type me into chat right now uh, into the comment section and then check your message requests uh, later. And we would have sent you a message on getting this bonus guide uh, with a full checklist here and what to do about it. All right. Now, I have just talked about how postpartum a lot of people are diagnosed with low thyroid, right? But did you know that at any time in your life, if you have a new diagnosis of low thyroid, that is a huge warning sign and a huge obvious sign that there's a hormone imbalance. Thyroid is just one hormone. There are other hormones like your ovarian hormones, adrenal hormones, brain hormones, pancreas hormones. Okay. And did you know that most low thyroid are actually already autoimmune 
And when your cells mistake your thyroid cells as a germ, what's it like? It's also going to attack your ovary cells, your adrenal cells, your pancreas cells, and your brain cells that make hormones, 100%. People in my programs know this. So anybody who gets diagnosed with a new diagnosis of low thyroid or high thyroid, the likelihood that this is completely related to other hormone imbalances are like sky high. And if someone's telling you, no, it doesn't, it's because they don't know how to evaluate it. Okay. Because it does hundred percent. The other thing is a lot of people don't realize that diabetes is a hormone disorder and it's an autoimmune disease. Ding, 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 ding. So how many of you have a new diagnosis of uh, pre-diabetes or diabetes? How many of you have mothers or dads with diabetes? That's a hormone disorder. Okay. That's an autoimmune hormonal disorder. And so new diagnosis of pre-diabetes and diabetes is the clear sign there are other hormone disorders, period. Lisa says me, Leslie says me, right. I don't make this stuff up, right? And so ding, 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 ding. I wish when I was diagnosed with gestational diabetes during my both of my pregnancies where I needed insulin, somebody told me that it was related with autoimmunity and that I would be at risk later on to develop all these other autoimmune diagnoses. But you know, the truth is, None of my doctors knew. I didn't know as a doctor. And even now doctors don't know. So I wish the message could get out there that anybody with new diabetes, gestational diabetes, pre-diabetes, big hormonal problem, big autoimmune issue. And it's an early warning sign. Actually, I would even say it's a late warning sign that there's even a shitstorm coming right after that of more and more autoimmunity. So how important is that sign? So I hope this is resonating with you. Ding, ding, ding. Now, hair changes. We've mentioned that in young adults that there could be some hair follicle changes. Um, in the middle age category, hair loss. So what you see is thinning of the hair, okay? You can even have spots of hair loss. Overall, like even hair changes where the quality of your hair changes, the consistency, breaking, um, the um, shine in your hair. A lot of these hair changes are, guess what? Completely related with hormones. So when you see a lot of hair changes and how many of you have had hair changes? I mean, I've seen a lot of people comment in Facebook about hair loss. Nikki, one of our alumni with um, who has struggled with Hashi's had like almost no hair around here. And she's showing us a picture just a year later, just how much hair grew back. That's by balancing her hormones. Okay. Hair loss has a huge hormonal component. So if you're interested in the hair loss guide, type in the chat right now, hair loss guide. You can write that as well in the, in the chat below. We talked about bowel problems. A lot of us as teenagers, people will say, oh, you just have some bowel problems, but it's middle age when we get diagnosed, labeled like irritable bowel syndrome, chronic constipation, or just diarrhea or anxiety. These new diagnoses of these bowel symptoms, guess what? All hormonally related because a lot of us think about when you had IBS, when you were in your twenties and thirties, and even now, don't they get worse certain times of the month? So yeah, and it's around 18 to 35 that we get these diagnoses. And you even have diagnoses of like heartburn, okay, indigestion, you know, bloating. These gut changes are completely related with hormone changes that are happening. So there's no way that you can actually fix these problems unless you truly are really looking at hormones. Those are hormone related symptoms as well. Now, also around this age group, we get diagnosed finally with things like fibroids, endometriosis, and adenomyosis. 
with our heavy periods. Teenagers, they're just heavy periods. Now we're getting serious because now we get ultrasounds that are showing that there's like polycystic ovarian disease, cysts in our ovaries, tumors in our fibroids, and we have crazy uh, endometriosis, which is the thickening of the lining in the uterus. All these are signs that there's a huge hormone imbalance, especially between estrogen and progesterone, but there could be also testosterone levels could be feeding this and fueling this whole process along with thyroid and adrenals. So guess what? These signs are clearly with fibroids, endometriosis, adenomyosis, you got hormone imbalances and you better deal with that now or you'll end up with a hysterectomy like all the women before you in your family. Most hysterectomies are actually medically unnecessary, but they're the only option that you have most of the time when you go see a gynecologist. Well, I'm here to tell you, recognize these signs as, as a major hormone imbalance that is fixable. So check that checkbox, right? And then chronic fatigue, right? Chronic fatigue. How many of you suffered with chronic fatigue, went in and saw your doctor, and then they do labs and say your labs are normal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Your regular three, four labs are normal. That don't mean your hormone patterns are normal, okay? Fatigue is a huge sign that's related with hormone imbalance. And even more, if you have fatigue that cycles with certain times of the month, totally related with hormone imbalance as well. So chronic fatigue must be taken really seriously. Cyclical monthly fatigue should also be taken really seriously as a sign of hormone imbalance. Now, cardiac stuff, okay. How many of you notice certain times of the month, the anxiety gets worse or you actually have palpitations, your heart rate is running, or you actually feel like your heart is skipping beats. Okay. Or you actually, when you're sleeping, you could hear like loud squishing noise in your ear. You could tell your heart's racing. Right. And it literally feels like you, certain times that your heart is going so fast. Sometimes you even get dizzy. Okay. Dizziness with this. Sometimes in severe cases, people will be diagnosed with mystery illness called POTS, which by the way, it's autoimmune related. But anyway, these heart symptoms of palpitations, anxious feeling, tightness around the chest is actually not all in your head and because you're cray cray, because you're not. They're related with hormonal changes and certain times of the month, you know, they get worse. So there are heart changes, heart muscle changes, heartbeat rhythm changes that are associated with hormone imbalance. Check that box. Okay. And then what about pain? Do you guys think that there is a link with pain or chronic pain of any type with hormones? And those of you who have chronic pain, you tell me in chat, do you notice that there's a hormonal link to pain, either cyclical certain times of the month or right around menopause, your pain got way worse, or you just delivered a baby and now the pain is way worse. And you know that these hormone changes is associated with this pain. Type it in the chat right now because I don't make this up. And this happened to me around, uh, I hit early menopause at 36 and which I later figured out was autoimmune. I managed to completely balance my hormones, come out of menopause, hallelujah, <laughs> because it was an autoimmune process. My ovaries weren't dead. Yeah. Anyway, when I came out of menopause around 38, from 38 to 48, I was menstruating regularly and, and my hormones were back. I was not in menopause, by the way. And finally, at 48, when I went into menopause a second time, really gracefully, thank you very much, uh, what I found during that time was my pain level went through the roof. My fibromyalgia, my mixed connective tissue went way worse. So is it because I'm nuts and I'm getting old? Come on, I'm 48, I'm not 88. So there absolutely is worsening of pain. That's not because menopause cuckoo, it's because of the changes of hormones during premenopause and during menopause and after menopause. Is this making sense to you? So chronic pain is a hormonally linked issue.
period. I want to make sure you guys know that. I'm going in a lot of depth and I'm providing a lot of value. I'm hoping that this is resonating and validating for you. What you're experiencing and what you know is true is freaking real. Okay. I hope you know that. Okay. And this is what I hear over and over again when people are in my hormone mass class. They're like, I knew it. And then they actually see the data from the class, their own hormone data that reaffirms their symptom. And then they also go through the training modules and they meet with me and they're like, wow, this is like confirmation of everything I've always knew, but now I know is true. It's like gaining that self-trust and confidence again about their hormones and being able to turn it around, not just for themselves, but for their daughters as well. Like this is a big deal. So chronic pain, palpitations. Now, fat, let's talk about fat, right? So there's gaining weight, but I know that in middle age and even later that the distribution of where the fat is, is something to think about. Okay. So if there is truncal weight gain right in the middle of the trunk, okay. That is estrogen weight. That is a hormone imbalance weight. And that's the kind of people that look at grass and still gain weight and can't lose it worth shit. And that's because nobody's addressing the underlying hormone imbalance. And to me, it's not because you're weak. It's because the underlying hormone imbalance just haven't been identified, addressed. You haven't been taught about this. Around the age of, you know, 19 to 35, if you're diagnosed with any autoimmune disease, including diabetes, everybody, and including these mystery illnesses now that we know is autoimmune, we're talking fibromyalgia, IBS, POTS, you name it. If you were diagnosed with new onset of any autoimmune disease between the age of 19 and 35, you got jacked up hormones. Because remember, I told you hormones is one of the major triggers of this, okay? So any new diagnosis, we know your hormones are jacked, okay? So that's an indirect evidence that something with the hormones caused this to happen right now. I've just created a brand new guide, seriously, a brand new guide on how to spot hormone imbalance at any age. That's bonus. All you have to do right now is comment in the comment section, me in chat, and then check your message request later. And we'll get that guide to you. This is going to be a full checklist guide and my hormone balancing protocols also in there as well. So if you want that guide, type me in the comment section right now. Thank you for joining us today. If you're inspired to dive deeper and work directly with me and my team at Transform, click the link in the podcast description and book a call. For more resources and discussions, be sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our thriving Facebook community with over 90,000 members. The link to join is in the description. Talk soon.